About a year ago, a podcast was created bringing all of the DC TV talk shows together to discuss the new CW show, Legends of Tomorrow. But as often happens, the changes of life come and everybody left. Bell was tasked to find new hosts and tried to entice such broadcast names as Chris Softwick, Silent Rob, and even David Hasselhoff. But after receiving a stream of no's, he had to take the first two listeners who came along and would work for free. That's us. We're not professionals. We're not heroes, but we are... Straight out of the timeline and right to your ears. I'm Bell. I'm Kyle. And I'm not Bo. <laughs> and this is Legends TV Talk. <laughs> Hello, fellas. How are you doing tonight? Good. How are doing you? Well, doing well. Doing well. We were, yeah, speaking of which, we were supposed to have a fourth. Um, yes. But we were bailed upon at the last moment. So he could go smoke cigars. And, and like, drink. And be yeah. sociable. Drink. Mm. He's a drinker, I mean, yeah. I, I, How I dare he? Yeah, he's like at South by Southwest doing South by Southwesty things. Uh, doing I stuff have, for Satchel. Yeah, pretty much. I know and, I'm not supposed to say this on the air, but frickin' millennials. Go on. <laughs> uh, technically, I'm a millennial. I know. Yeah, technically, as a mine. I'm not taking it back. So I don't think I. I, I <laughs> my my opinion is of this: if you grew up before there was internet, and like you know you had the internet in your, you know, adolescence, like in your teenage years, that's or when early you got twenties. Go on. Or, yeah, you know, early twenties. I, I I think if you were a teenager before the internet came out, then you're not a millennial. So, I'm not a millennial. I know. I, you're older than than freaking I'm generation uh, x baby you're older than raised dinosaur will come on wow wow <laughs> i went there i went there gertrude that you're gertrude, older than gertrude. Hurt my feelers that hurt me in my feels man i may look tough but i got a lot of feelings and you just I had hurt feelings every one of them you did man it's, sorry, you know man. it's it, my age is <laughs> it's okay i'll survive <laughs> That's what we should do. So, you know, Flash TV talk is share. We can have the BGs. Uh, that was Gloria Gator. Uh, there's also a BGs cover of that. It was a, a little known B side. Yeah, I do not believe that is. I, I mean, it's sad that I know this. <laughs> it's sad that I, I was I there when it was created. <laughs> One, two, three, four, fifth. No, Dave Chappelle. No, okay. I don't know. Yes. Well, okay. anyway, so how are you gentlemen doing this evening? Sneaky I think I me. <laughs> I, dude, I saw Logan last night. I'm still kind of high. So Right, I, right? It was so good. I saw, I saw Logan last week, Thursday. Yeah, me too. Well, yeah, CIR. I, I had to wait till last night. So let's keep it spoiler-free just in case there are people that are listening that have right. not seen it. Namely, my well, mom. I mean, so we shouldn't talk about how Logan joined the DC universe and is now part of uh, the Justice League movie. That time rip scene was so crazy when, like, the portal opened up and Superman was like, yeah. "Come with me if you want to live," and just, you know, it was awesome. <laughs> I would need your keys, your, <laughs> Give pants, me your clothes, your, and your motorcycle. motorcycle. <laughs> Came over, man. Oh, but yeah, Logan was great. Uh, I was very surprised. Well, I mean, I had heard it was really good, so I went in there with high expectations, and they were they were fully met. Uh, they I were thought it too. was, yeah, I thought it was a great uh, send off for those two actors because they will supposedly no longer be playing those roles. Uh, I think this was Patrick Stewart and Hugh Jackman's last 
foray. Wasn't into the Patrick X-Men Stewart like ninety-eight years old? I mean, he's he farts dust. He was you know, <laughs> Jesus. His, his social security number is seven. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it be zero 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 seven? Yes. Or however many numbers. Zero, it was like double O. I am double O double O double O double O seven zero seven. Yes. Yes. <laughs> a lot of zeros in a seven. There's, that's a lot of months. Years. Do you have to say the zeros if your social security number is seven? Uh, or can you just say seven? I mean, maybe. I've never had to do that before. Let's go find someone who's still alive from the Great Depression era and ask them. Oh, uh, my well, grandma. Uh, actually, my, mine is 14, and I just say 14. So. <laughs> so there were seven people born in between you and Patrick Stewart? Yes, yes. One of them was Ian McKellen. <laughs> oh, wait, no, he was five. <laughs> yeah, Ian McKellen was five. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, Logan was great. You should go. You, you all should go see it. Uh, it's it's yes. a really good movie. Um, hopefully, this is going to open the eyes of a lot of studios and let them realize that comic books and the stories that they tell are uh, stories that that can hold up to this kind of this kind of thing. And and, and they're actually like you know right. uh, important stories and. And you know emotional stories, and it's it's more than just you know action and and comedy and explosions and muscles and. And stuff. we should let Logan get stabby stabby. Yes. Yeah, I know, right? We should let the character do what he's meant to do. Yeah, right. He's the best that he is at what he does, and what he does isn't pretty. And and we got to see right. a lot of that <laughs> in this. Movie. I mean, the five minutes in, and we get a berserker rage the way it was supposed to be. I was just like, I'm good. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. You got me. Yeah. <laughs> Like, they didn't waste any time. They're like, oh, you've waited for a berserker rage. Here it is for you. Yeah, five minutes. Because, you know, yeah, you know, he's, he's killed people in the movies before, but it's always like, oh, yeah, you know, he punched the guy in the chest with, with punch claws that don't bleed when you stab them right. through their, you know, chest cavity. Well, he never, he never brought the claws out sideways. He always, he never sliced, he stabbed. Yeah, and slicing yeah. is a lot this, of Yeah, <laughs> this was a lot of slicing. And, and, I mean, X-23... Okay, I don't. You guys are on my Facebook. I don't know if you saw this. If you didn't, you should go check yes. my Facebook because it's very eerie. My niece, my little sweet, lovely niece, whom I adore, who's also somewhat evil, but we won't <laughs> discuss that. Whom I love more than life, looks exactly like X twenty three. Like it's not even funny. I'm just oh, sitting good. through this whole movie going. Oh, this is this is disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see her popping claws and like cutting herself and then having it heal immediately? I wish I did. And I mean, she loves it. She's excited. She did, my sister took a picture of her the other day with like making like a, a berserker face because she was like, you know, she she even sees it. She's like, oh yeah. <laughs> it was. Good. I'm sitting in this movie and I'm just like, this is kind of. I mean, X twenty three was awesome, but. Yeah, if you haven't seen it again, ringing endorsement, I give it nine out of ten claws. That's a lot of claws. I mean, should it be out of six claws? claws? Should be out of six claws, yeah. No, I'm What the hell, man? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he didn't have it in his feet, and even if he did, there would just be six more, so it'd be 12. Yeah, it's a lot of claws. Yeah. No, no, well, no! You're forgetting the other clause. There's the contract clause, Santa clause, oh, oh, <laughs> independent clause, independent clause, and uh, clause of personality. What's a, I, I got, I got a joke. <laughs> this, this is great. All right, uh, what's an independent clause? 
Santa? a rebel without a clause. Oh, wow! And that's that's that was clause number ten. So give it nine out of ten clause. <laughs> <laughs> and now that my terrible joke has uh, vacated, ruined, ruined <laughs> us, ruined this episode. We get it. I think it's time we... for a history lesson. I think it's time. And now, gentle listener, it is time for a history lesson on Legends TV Talk. I love the classical music and, like, the demon voice. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's great. It's awesome. Anyway, Season 2, Episode 13, Land of the Lost, directed by Ralph Marshall Will and Holly. Sorry. It was not directed by Marshall Will and Holly on a road trip. Directed by Ralph Henry. It was written by Kito Shibu and Ray Utanachit. And uh, Kyle, I don't care where you Utanachit, shit, but you ain't taking it with you when you leave. That's what the guy says when he goes into the silver store. You shit, you buy it. (laughs) You know, I want to hear his name pronounced so I can actually do it right. Yeah, because you said I, I don't. I think we should always keep it Utah shit. <laughs> Utah shit. It's got to be oh, chit. Utah right? shit. Shit. Chit. Shit. Because, yeah, there's a C <sighs> in it. Anyway. Shit. Sorry. Kyle, why don't you tell us what happened this episode? All right. After the team captures Rip, he forces the Wave Rider to crash, leaving the legend stuck 70 million years in the past. Ray leads Amaya and Nate to recover a vital piece of the ship. In an effort to get the good Rip back, Rory suggests they enter Rip's mind, but what Sarah and Jack discover in his subconscious is not pleasant, and they must fight evil versions of themselves. Meanwhile, Nate and Amaya continue to get closer, but it could cause serious ramifications. (laughs) Charge! Ramifications? Ramifications. Ramifications. Ram. Never mind. Ram trucks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah this is a good episode what did you guys think just just right off the bat uh uh I, good bad kyle what do you think i enjoyed it i i def i definitely do think it was better than camelot 3000 it was a lot more Absolutely. yes it, it, i mean in, in terms of action yeah movement there was a lot more movement towards the plot i think and especially to get rip back because we needed rip back and i was yeah. happy to see slee stacks and chaka again because i mean it's been way too long Wait. See, this is the millennial thing. There are listeners, listeners, right in. They're, that's a joke, and they is will that get Land it. Of, is that Land of the Lost joke? Yes, it is. Okay. Okay. I so oh, I've heard those kids. names before. I just I just you. I never kids. watched that show. Hold on, hold on. I'm thinking Land of the Lost, the one that came on TV like in the '90s. No, the Land of the Lost was not on TV. Well, oh, they might have remade it in the '90s. There was a movie, but I'm uh, the Sid and Marty Croft 1970s had Slee Stacks and. Wait, are you thinking of Land of the Lost or Lost? No, I it, it it's it was okay. There's a family. They're in a suburban. They fall into a pit and then they go into the Land of the Lost. Oh, that was the movie. Yeah, with Will no, no, Ferrell. No, no. no, this wasn't. Oh. No, 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 no. This this was this was like in the early '90s. Oh, did they remake? Okay, so they remade it. I'm talking about the '70s version, which had Slee Stacks and uh, uh, apish thing called Chaka. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, 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 and and the dinosaur's name was Grumpy. Oh my God! Why Land of the Lost, ninety-one TV series. Here we go. Yeah, that's the one that I'm thinking of. Had two seasons, okay. twenty-six episodes. Yeah. All right. So yeah, it's kind of in the same thing, but the, 
I'm telling you, like there are older listeners out there that were laughing at that, and the silence was deafening. <laughs> I'm going to build a laugh track into this soundboard here so that, you know. Perhaps you should. <laughs> that way I For can do it. Oh, Sure. No, I I love this episode. <laughs> Actually, Kyle's our soundboard. Yeah, Kyle is our soundboard. I I loved this episode too. I loved the fact that it moved. I loved the fact uh, it kind of gave us some insight into Rip. It kind of made me wonder what Rip was doing all alone with Gideon when for all those years he was just kind of flying around. Because now I now I want to see that show. I know, right? He, he had to he had to form something in his lonesome, and he yes. He he created Gideon he Cyber to a new level. He got yes, it. yes. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. boy. I mean, I mean, and yeah, I thought this episode was pretty. I thought it was good. I don't think it was like the best, but I I'm glad they've renewed this show. Yeah, I'll say that. Yeah, I, it it breathes some life back into it because it wasn't uh, like last episode. I was kind of man, you know, it was all right, but uh, this one I thought brought it back on course. Uh, as to what the rest of the episodes after the hiatus had been, at least quality-wise. Um, but yeah, so we start out, uh, Rip is is in the brig, he's captured, uh, and he has a very uh, Winter Soldier-style list of random words that he says to make Gideon do whatever he wants. Uh, I, I, I was totally hoping that he would actually say the Winter Soldier uh, <laughs> words, Homecoming. but he didn't do it. <laughs> What was it like? It was. Uh, it's a like, lot, and it's in Russian. I'm never October gonna remember. Balloon. One was definitely homecoming. Homecoming. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what this episode title should have been. Homecoming. Yeah, it should have been Thanos. Thanos. Uh, Wolverine. <laughs> Batman. Van Forstick. Van Forstick. So no, I felt bad. do not joke about Van Forstick. That movie was never. so bad. <laughs> so bad. So you have to, dude. It, you want to know how bad Fan Forstick is? I defy you guys, and I'm a patron, darn it. I defy you and Bell to do a rose color retrospective on Fan Forstick. I don't think it can be done. Is it out on Blu-ray yet? Please yes, say yes. It, it is. It's also on 4K Blu-ray, so you can even watch that. Oh, oh yeah. See. There you go. Ugh. Ugh. All the ways it sucks. You can well, see you know the what? Thing yeah. be the thing. <laughs> you know, we're getting off track here. We are. We it's kind we of are. fun. Yeah. We are. Uh, yeah. So, so I felt bad for Gideon at the beginning of the episode because you know Gideon uh, knows there's something wrong with Rip and she doesn't want to hurt the rest of the team. But uh, you know Rip's got that secret code to make her do what he says. Uh, now this is interesting. Code. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder in what other context he's used that code. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Again, cyber. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. So, but but here's my question though: Do you think this is something that Rip did, uh, not as like you know as a failsafe in case Gideon were ever to do something that he didn't want, or or what do you think? Uh, why would he actually roll in there and, and put this back door into Gideon? Uh, I mean, you know, it, it seems like unless he was worried about Gideon going crazy, that he shouldn't need something like that, right? I I would think pirates. Going back to season one, he was uh-huh. he was always talking about how he was. You know, he's under danger of pirates. And so if pirates took control of the ship, this gives him the back door to get it back. Interesting. Yeah, sure. that would make sense. And we haven't seen a pirate since the Civil War. Yeah, you know, the, the <laughs> I'm assuming the pirates kind of got wind of it's really bad to go and steal stuff and then fly through time. 
uh, because every pirate that's done that has caused a horrible aberration and has died immediately thereupon mm-hmm. committing the crime. So, note to space pirates: don't don't do bad things. <laughs> that's that's Ever. always good. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so Rip gets out, and he tells Gideon to crash the ship. Which, if you're on the ship, and you want to crash it. Oh no, that's right. He was trying to get to the uh, uh, the the jump the ship. drop ship. Yeah, the jump yeah. ship. Yeah, so he wasn't able to do that because of Jax's quick thinking, and the ship crashes back in the Cretaceous period, and uh, we are left with a time MacGuffin being knocked off the ship. Which I <laughs> I, I, I saw this like when the, when the ship was crashing, and that little weird uh, uh, I guess that's a dodecahedron looking thing flew at the screen. I was sitting there thinking the whole time, I was like, "That's the MacGuffin they're going to have to go find to fix the ship." Yep. <laughs> sure enough. Exactly. And I'll admit, I'll admit, I thought, and one of them is going to be Jax. <laughs> oh, you were thinking it's going to be Jax? I was surprised. I was surprised that they left, they left them both on the ship, but still found a way to separate them. <laughs> right, right. Because <laughs> I was sitting there, it's like, okay, well, they're not going to send Stein out in the Cretaceous period. Uh, he doesn't go outside, send Jax. remember? He's got yeah, he doesn't go outside. He doesn't leave the ship. Yeah, he's, 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 he's a Jesus vampire. Yeah, it's in his contract. He can't go outside the ship. Uh and so, and I was like, Jax isn't going to leave the ship because he's got to fix it. He's the engineer. So, are we going to see Firestorm this episode? Yeah, and we'll, we'll, well. Get into that. we'll get into that. We'll get into that. So, um, the terrible effects. Anyway. Stop. Not <laughs> yet. Not yet. Not I yet. Know, sorry. Not yet. So, uh, the team decides to split up, and they have two teams, right? They have, uh, you have Ray and Nate and Amaya go to go find the Time MacGuffin. And uh, everyone else stays on the ship to try and fix Rip. Uh, <laughs> luckily, Mick knew that every time ship has a weird space torture mind control device, uh, which, you know, luckily was aboard this ship, too. Even though Rip hated it and thought it was a terrible thing to do, he left it on his ship for some reason. Is that odd or is that just me? It, yeah, MacGuffin. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll stick with the MacGuffin. It makes the most sense, or else the writers just completely forgot what they were doing. Yeah, because, you know, it'd be one thing if he mentioned that he hated that six episodes ago, and then they remember it now, but he mentioned that it was barbaric and cruel that episode, <laughs> yeah. so it's still in the ship. But, you know, what are you going to do? Act uh, yeah, so so luckily, uh, this device is uh, able to put one or more people inside the consciousness of another person, and so uh, for some reason... <laughs> Mick uh, decides to help Dr. Stein with this device. I'm, I'm trying to remember how Mick was chosen to help him do that. Um, he, I know he asked for oh, a beer right. a couple times and a six-pack. Yeah, he wanted a beer and a six-pack. I guess he had experience with it because he was mind-controlled by them at some point. So right. I, I figure from his experience of getting mind-controlled, perhaps he would know the best ways to mind-control someone else with this device. Uh, we'll go with that for now. But he, but he never knew how because he never went in the mind. He was he always never went into his own mind. Right. Yeah. He was always the victim. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but still, better to have someone with at least a little bit of experience than no one at all. Right. Uh, so why leaves... did they send? Why did they send Jax? Like, you, you raise a valid point. Okay, our ship is broken. Let's send the engineer. Well. We can't put Mick in there because he's the one who knows the technology, quote unquote, the best. Uh, Stein Stein's... just would, wouldn't be wouldn't be able to fight at all. Yeah, 
But it's I, mental. Why wouldn't he? How cool would that be if Simon in there? They weren't anticipating seeing themselves in there as defense. No, That's they true. weren't. They didn't know no. what they were going to see. So, I mean, I, maybe they were they were worried. That, but that, see, here's my question. Could Stein and Jax form Firestorm inside uh, Rip's mind? I mean, wouldn't that be the safest bet? Send Firestorm in there as opposed to just Jax or just Dr. Stein? Interesting. I don't know if their brain would work like that, though. Yeah, that's that's you know we're inside Rip's mind, so who knows? Um, so yeah, so so we we they decide they're going to go in there, but uh, uh, so they send, uh, oh gosh, Sarah, jeez, my brain <laughs> just clogged with things. I guess uh, anyway. <laughs> so they send Sarah and Jax inside uh, to go to the brain, and then meanwhile we have. Our B team, or is this the A team? I don't know. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. They are rescuing. Um, I ain't going to no plane. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to Tyrannosaur territory. Um, and that was Jax's episode. So, yeah, they are the A team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was very convenient, however, that Gideon uh, went to the same place that, that, that Ray had been for uh, six months, I think it was. Uh, of course, they explain that because Gideon had to take a random jump, and that was the last or the, the oldest time period that she had. So I suppose that makes sense. Uh, but what doesn't make sense is that 65 million years ago, there were iguanas that look exactly the same as iguanas today. I want to talk about that for a second. Um, in a show that, for the most part, has done a good time or a, a good job at representing different time periods, uh, they need to get either a paleontology enthusiast or an actual paleontologist on the show to let them know that I'm pretty sure iguanas have changed. Like, if it was a crocodile? Okay, sure, because crocodiles haven't changed in millions of years. Um, but iguanas? Nah. That, that killed what my suspension. Ray, he was there for a while. What if he genetically engineered the iguanas? No. Yes, using Tyrannosaur pee and sticks. <laughs> you know, when he I heard that... The MacGuffin. When I heard that, I thought it. I thought of Jurassic Park three right away because oh, they used that same thing in uh, Jurassic Park three about the Tyrannosaurus pee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To to keep the uh, keep them away. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> so what was it? It was Gertrude, right? That was that was the yeah. T Rex that he ate the egg from. I wonder what yes. Tyrannosaur egg would taste like. Uh, f- first off, that's a pretty big egg. Right, eat. it'd be like an ostrich. Well, you said it fed him for a while. He said yeah, he fed like seventy certain. omelets. Yeah, but you only get one out of that. You can't make multiple omelets. Well, he probably preserved it. I would assume using some sort of ancient preservation technique, like salting it or something. I don't know. But uh, he had some pretty nice digs, though. Uh, Ray's little hut that he lived in. Right, he's very spacious. Very survivor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and here we start to see, uh, th- this is where we start to getting into a little bit of the interesting relationship between Amaya and, uh, and Nate. And, you know, because uh, as, as Ray goes off to get his iguanas, which are not historically accurate, but uh, they come back, or Ray comes back and he sees them about to get, you know, frisky. So he makes the noise and they break everything up. And uh, then she goes off to, I guess, what, get firewood? Is that what they said? 
something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And, and now we actually come to a point where I think we've been waiting for a mention of this all season. But uh, this is the first time I actually bring it up. And it was uh, the fact that, you know, Amaya is going to have is going to go back to her time. She's going to have a kid and that kid's going to have a kid. And that kid is going to be the current vixen in the CW universe. So, you know, Ray puts two and two together and he's like, you guys can't date because if you do, you're going to mess up everything. Like we were pulled out of the timeline because we're not important, but uh, she has a destiny and we can't mess with that. But I I mean, I don't know though. What do you think, Kyle? Do you think that, that there's still room for Nate to be the current CW vixens grandfather? There could be. I mean, they're going to... I mean, they could retcon it anyway because of time travel. So, it's very it's very possible that Nate is uh, Mari's uh, grandpa. But, who knows? It's, it's still up in the air, but... Yeah, you know what? I'm pushing for him. Yeah. Will, what do you think? Do you think they're going to go through with it and, and uh, use that explanation? Or are they going to try to break them up and, and ship something else. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I don't know. It could go, it could go a couple of ways. I like, uh, I mean, I like the two of them obviously. And you know, the whole time crossed romance thing. And, and the thing that struck me out or struck out to me when Ray was talking to him, he's like, you know, we were picked to go on this mission because we didn't have an impact on time, but she does. And I wanted to sit there and be like, yeah, but how do we know Nate doesn't either? He was not picked to go on this mission. He also showed up just out of the blue and was, you know, brought on board to help. That's a very good point. I hadn't thought about that. So, I mean, if anyone could end up staying back with her, I mean, unless he has a destiny in the future future, um, I don't see why not. He Why he couldn't also just stay back there and be like, I'm going to stay back here and, you know. Oh, okay. I he's gonna live his grandfather's life. Ah, uh, you think he's gonna take his grandfather's place, basically? Yeah, I think it's. I'm just thinking now. I could see them be like his grandfather dies, and he's like, "I'll take his place, and we will have Haywood children and McCabe children, and you know, something like that." He'll make sure that it all happens because now that she knows about time travel, she's also gonna want the timeline to resolve the way it's supposed to. That's true. That's true. I don't. I mean, it's it's an idea. Maybe yeah, Mari but... is a time aberration. Interesting. It's possible. Wow. But I mean, yeah, it could be any of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also they they uh, flat out said that uh, Ray has met Mari before, but yes. they. I mean, they didn't show it on TV, but it's within the Vixen TV, like animated. Ah. Uh, okay show uh, okay. which they did that well we can come back to this and speculate a little bit more but let's uh let, let's jump back into rip's mind and see what's going on there <laughs> <laughs> uh so we get in I'm there kidding, John. sorry <laughs> uh yeah so, so ray or not ray uh 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 Jax and sarah hop into uh rip's mind giggity giggity <laughs> which, <laughs> which looks like a weird shadow realm version of the ship. Uh, you know, you just change some lighting and add some fog and all of a sudden you have the weird 
Mindscape Shadow Realm, which is pretty cool. Giggity. Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so, uh, of course, you know, they, they don't really know what's going on, but, uh, they're trying to figure out where he is and they run across some Vandal Savage soldiers. Uh, and then they run across evil versions of themselves, but, uh, not before Jax goes to go find some guns and they realize that they can actually hurt these bad people in Rip's mind, which is, which is quite convenient. Uh, so the, the, first we run into, uh, I guess, Nega Sarah and they fight and, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was hilarious that uh, Rip uh, thinks that <laughs> that Sarah's bitch <laughs> because that's kind of like his mental image of her, and that's that's super funny. Uh, <laughs> what, what did you think about his image of, of, of Sarah? Will was it uh, was it accurate, or do you think uh, she should have been a little bit less over the top in her? I, th- I thought it was perfect. I you know. And I mean, again, I mean, they made a little bit of a point of this whole thing, but I mean, it's not like it, all of these images were tweaked by Thawne. So that's true. That's true. To, you know, it, it's not like he I think I don't think he believes that of Sarah necessarily. I think he just Sarah's also the one who he would want protecting him, you know? Yeah. So. So, yeah, it, think, yeah it's it's a twisted version of her and as opposed right. to like, yeah, what his actual thought was. Uh, now here's the interesting one that I thought was really neat. So we saw Firestorm in there, uh, as Firestorm, not as not as Jax and Doctor Stein. But here's what's interesting about it. Now, did you guys? To me, the first thing I thought when I saw him was Deathstorm. I did too. I did too. Except they were missing the blue. Yeah, yeah. And, supposed and, to be and black the and, and the skull and stuff. But I, <laughs> I, do you think this is the closest representation that we're going to get to a Deathstorm? As of right now, yes. Yeah. I mean, because then, I kinda I, wish then they're going to have to, you know, talk about the lanterns and the black lanterns and, oh, geez, they're never going to do that. So, yeah. Well, no, I think didn't they do some, like, I think the comic for Firestorm in the New 52, they have Deathstorm. And they used uh, some other explanation for him, I thought. He's not a black lantern? I don't think he was a black lantern, no. And, I mean, he was in, he was in the uh, JLA crime syndicate. That's huh. how they. That's what they did. They brought him over from Earth Three. Oh, okay, okay. Crime Syndicate mm-hmm. version of Firestorm was Deathstorm. So yeah, that would make sense because on Earth Three, he's a good guy, or all the good guys are bad guys. So yeah, I guess Deathstorm would be the bad guy version of Firestorm. I suppose that makes sense. Um, well, yeah. So, <laughs> so th- th- this this looks like uh, you know we always talk about how they try to save the budget by making certain characters not appear in certain places uh, to to save up that kind of thing. And I want to say that this episode, they spent all of their CG budget on the Tyrannosaurus Rex, and they didn't yes. spend as much on good old Firestorm. Wow. What did you think about that, Will? <laughs> worst CG I, I did, of the show? Or yeah, I've best? done better on my Mac. I really have. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, when he flew around the corner, he was flying, and he flew around the corner. I mean, he actually, I think he folded. It was really, yeah, it was really bad. And the, the black flame they had. And, and I mean, the minute I saw Mick fire his gun, now I'm kind of going to go on a theory with this, guys, that the fire, uh, the fire special effect is expensive. So whenever Mick fires his gun, bet on seeing Firestorm. Because if they're going to use it once, 
ah. they're going to use it twice. That that's that's I an get, interesting theory. Because I I mean realize they keep Mick and Firestorm. They almost always keep them on the ship, or he's unarmed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kyle, what did you think of the uh, special effects there on Old Death Storm? I'm going to call him Death Storm from now on. I yeah, we can call him Death Storm. Um, I thought they were fine. I mean, they were, they were. It's a TV show. It's not a movie, right? So they get they get as no they get enough money as they possibly can. I mean, to last them. So I think I think honestly it was fine. Um, the CG on the on the dinosaur was uh, was was better than some uh, TV shows that have dinosaurs. Yeah, at least I think it wasn't as good as Jurassic Park, which is funny because Jurassic Park came out like thirty In, years ago, uh, twenty four years ago, twenty four years ago. Yeah, I was there opening night. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Sure I saw it in three D. Welcome. <laughs> To Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> it's <bad>. no expense. <laughs> the voice you're not hearing is Richard Kiley. Which I didn't catch that reference until a long, long time after I saw that movie. I was like, yeah, who's Richard, Richard Kiley? Spared no expense. Yeah. Oh, we spared no expense. <laughs> the only the only thing that makes me sad about Jurassic Park is that uh John Hammond didn't get eaten by Conthoscorus or or uh Compies. Yeah, Compies. <laughs> Compies, yeah. At the end of it. That's a book spoiler if you hadn't read the book, by the way. Uh John yeah. Hammond in the book and John Hammond in the movie are completely polar opposites. Right. Yeah. Uh just more book spoiler there for you. But but yeah, so I don't know. I thought it was a little distracting the the Death Storm CG. Uh the flames looked okay, but Mick I think only shot his gun once in the mind realm. Yeah, and um, Ray went miniature like once today, or once in, in the episode. Oh, yeah, you know, that's right. I forgot about uh, uh, the Black Adam suit. That's what I'm going to call that. Because it was all black. Did you? Uh, okay, that's, that's my question. Was it the lighting that made it all black, or was it did they paint in all black? It was black? lighting. It was okay. lighting. I thought it was really neat, all black. That's just me. But, because it looks less Iron Man-y and more... I don't know, like stealth. I don't know if you need stealth when you can make yourself the size of a pinhead. But well, yeah. here's a question: When they went to pick up the MacGuffin, why didn't Ray bring his suit? Um, that's a, you know what? Um, it was damaged. Yeah. <laughs> it, um, he he couldn't find it. Yeah, you know what? I didn't even think about that. Why didn't Ray? Because you know he could totally kill a T Rex in his Adam suit. Yeah, we're just stuck around the T Rex in his Adam suit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess maybe the the issue there was that they wanted to showcase Amaya's ability to talk with the animals, Doctor Doolittle right. style. And uh, speaking of which, and we'll come back to to Nate's mind, but I want to talk about this now. Uh, Amaya can turn into have like the the T Rex avatar thing, and she's only used that once. Why would you never always be a T Rex? <laughs> if you have the ability to take on the essence or whatever of a T Rex, why would you not always be a T Rex? Right. Or at least uh, sometimes you need an electric heel. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe sometimes you need longer <laughs> arms. <laughs> I've got I wonder I wonder if that if that's something would happen when she if she turns into a T Rex, her, her arms just <laughs> get shorter so she can't actually fight. So it's kinda of like Deadpool where he's just like oh, yeah. put around. <laughs> All the creatures fear the mighty T Rex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, 
Deadpool. Yeah, so so yeah, Deadpool is great by the way, see that too. Um if you haven't already, which you probably have. Uh but yeah, so now we have a situation where uh Amaya gets to talk to dinosaurs, we get the MacGuffin, um and we return to the ship, but meanwhile in Rip's brain we have the actual Rip who's been imprisoned in the brig of his mind ship. Uh, and, and, and the legends obviously get captured because they can't defeat the infinite respawn ability, which is totally overpowered, by the way. Uh, that's not fair that the enemies can respawn constantly and the heroes can't. But uh, that's neither here nor there. They get thrown into the brig with Rip, who has been tormented so badly that he doesn't even recognize them. And he thinks that they're evil and they're going to hurt him and stuff uh, until he discovers he has mind powers. Yeah, that threw me off for a bit. <laughs> I know, right? I'm just like, wait, wait, wait. Rips a rips a metahuman. Oh, wait, he's in his mind. Never mind. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was sitting there thinking, okay, uh, that's a weird effect because they made it look like a pulse effect or something like that. Like he's pulsing out energy. Right. And uh, yeah. I, I figured they could do something where if it's his mind, he can just change things and not. Sh- well, I guess though, you know, he could shoot energy blast if he wants to. It's his mind. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna berate a guy on on how they want to choose to manifest their powers in their own mind. I mean, that's just not very fair of me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, oh, it's but, 2017. Yeah, <laughs> don't power shame, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but no, no. Yesterday it was cash, no power day. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so now, now here's the the most interesting thing I think about this whole episode is uh, we get to meet the physical incarnation of Gideon. Now, did you guys see that coming? And she's hot. I know, according to Sarah. Of course, everybody that Sarah. No, no, to according to me, she's. Well, hot. according to yeah, yeah, she's pretty. <laughs> oh hot. yeah, she she is quite attractive. Yes, yes, Gideon. Cheaper. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy because that's the same chick that does the voice. Yeah. Right. And Thank I, God. which, yeah, yeah, because that would be kind of weird to have a different body and a voice, but you know, whatever. Um. So now here's the question: Is that Rip's mental image of her? I yes. Assume. Yes. It's or, happening. well, okay. Barry creates Gideon. Yes. So, Barry would have to base Gideon off of someone that he's known or came in contact with, supposedly. Yeah. But even though Gideon has two voices, um, you know, you got um. Well, they weren't going to get Marina. Marina Bachran from yeah. uh, Gotham. <laughs> On in Flash, and then this chick. So they went through. Gideon went through a couple changes. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So, so it's possible then that this is, uh, if we ever get on the Flash a story of how Barry created Gideon, that, that this uh, this chick could return to play the real life Gideon. Right. That could be interesting. Uh, Will, where are you going? I'm looking at the YouTube channel. <laughs> Sorry, I threw my. There is a cat. I took it off and I, I threw it out of my bed, and the cat chased it. And I was like, I better rescue that. <laughs> I saw you pick up the cat earlier too. That was awesome. Um, but yeah, so so we have Gideon, and Gideon is there, and Gideon helps them uh, escape, and they uh, travel to the bridge, and they essentially have to convince Rip of who he is. Because he, right. he, his mind is so messed up right now that he doesn't really know who he is, and so he's convinced that this ship that he's in is is, is what it is. Like that's who he is. That's the that's his reality, is that he's a slave to these people. They'll never break free. 
So uh, they get the idea to go and take him to his, uh, what do they call that room where all of his stuff is? His mind Library? palace. Um, his oh, mind yeah. palace. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's Sherlock. Yeah, it's, yeah, what was it? Did you say it already, Will? I thought the library or something. Yeah, I think it was the library. Yeah. I'm so, sure someone's going to correct us, which is okay. We, we love to be corrected. Yeah, you know, I, I have the worst memory in the world, which I don't know why I host podcasts. And talk about things. Exactly. So if either one of our listeners know, please feel free to email or send us a text or Twitter. Or, yeah. I know Ross is listening. Oh, Ross. Ross. <laughs> yeah. Rossum? Question mark? Rossum. Yes. You mean Rossum? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So uh, they, they go to the bridge. Uh, they don't actually have an opportunity to go into the room with all the stuff because Rip remembers who he is. Right then and there, and blows away the uh, the three bad guy versions of uh, we had uh, uh, Black Adam, Deathstorm, and regular Rory, <laughs> which that was a hilarious line. <laughs> it's like evil Sarah, evil uh, 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 Ray, and then regular Mick. <laughs> I enjoyed that because you know Mick's a murderer; he kills people. Right. Yep. Yeah, I think uh, I think it would have been better if it was the like the opposite of Mick, and he's just happy go lucky, like super like, hey guys, how's it going? What are you yeah. doing in prison? Here, let me help you out. <laughs> Here, I'm, we can break out of this prison. Yeah, <laughs> I have a lot of experience in prison breaks. Just watch, just look. Yeah, it's all look, on my body. <laughs> on the historical records. That's a different show too. Have you guys right. seen Galaxy Quest? I have seen Galaxy Quest. Oh, I love Quest. Galaxy Quest. Who hasn't so seen Galaxy Quest? Yeah, well, that's that's one of those movies I do not own yet, but I I love it. It is good. So anyway, uh, Rip remembers who he is, uh, which starts to destroy the illusionary mind prison that he is in. Uh, so since Sarah's wrist device that was supposed to shock her was broken, Jax has to come back in and uh, uh, wake her up through another shock so so Jax pushes his button he comes out of the coma thing but he's got to rescue sarah before she gets stuck in there permanently but my question is uh the the, the button that they push on their wrist it delivers them electric shock is that what in the chair or something or does she have another device on because i thought they put the, the device on their wrist before they they went into the machine right they did and then that it it also went into his mind which honestly doesn't make any sense that it would work that way but hey it's television yeah because um, i didn't know that they had that on there but <laughs> yeah it's, well, it's, they, it's what they should have done was a kick you know and have him fall like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was another good movie i like that movie inception it incepted me i think i'm in a dream world but i'm probably not anyway watch that movie you are yeah inception TV <laughs> nothing talk. is real Everything is bad. Uh, but yeah, so uh, they, they end up... Uh, so Jax is opposed to using the wrist-mounted electric shock de- <clears throat> device that was enough to bring him out. He decides to defibrillate uh, Sarah, which is interesting, though, because this, this is one thing that I, that I uh, hate about defibrillation <clears throat> scenes in movies. It's always when somebody flatlines. And you never use a defibrillator when somebody who's flatlined. Uh, it's always to uh, when you have an irregular heartbeat. Like if it's you know you have like a really fast or regular heartbeat, you use the the shocking paddles to to uh, bring the heartbeat back in line. And so since Sarah, her heart wasn't stopped, they actually used it kind of technically in the right way. 
And so that was kind of neat. Um, so. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to medical TV talk. <laughs> I mean, we do have a, go there's, watch a there's a doctor I mean, in the show, Dr. Stein. So yeah, that's yeah. true. You Dr. Stein, know. medical man. And this is also and important. Dr. Palmer. And Dr. Palmer. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a lot of doctors on that ship. Dr. Sarah. Dr. Who. Doctor. Oh, yeah. And then you have Rip, who is on Doctor Who. That counts, right? That counts. Much everybody's a doctor except for Mick. And Sarah's a doctor of, of, of kicking butt. And Jax is the doctor of love. <laughs> no, I think that's Rip. Rip's the doctor of love. Oh, totally Rip. <laughs> yeah, so... No. so Okay, so Sarah, Sarah, Sarah gets pulled out of the out of out of uh, Rip's mind, and so Rip's in there with with Gideon, the, the female incarnation of Gideon. And this is something, Will. I think you hit the nail on the head with this. You called this a while back. Uh, I did. I totally did. So so yeah, like like tell tell me about it, uh, Ridian. The, Ridian, baby, Ridian. <laughs> I'm shipping Ridian. No, I, 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 when they got together, they hooked up and they did the kiss and the whole flirting thing. It was like, because <laughs> when I did it, it was meant to be like ridiculously like so far fetched <laughs> that it, you know I like to say crazy things like you know I think Sarah's going to start kissing girls. Well, it happened. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, but it just it's one of those things, and I mean it's kind of cool. And then there's the other side of me, the the darker, meaner side where I'm just sitting there going again, like. Wow, they were, you know, he was alone in that ship for a long time. <laughs> a long time. By himself and Gideon. Well, it's it's kind of like... I can't think this is the first. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe that's why he keeps that thing on the ship. He's like, I'm going into the Matrix, baby. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's What's it. What's up, hottie? <laughs> He's like, hey, Gideon, how you doing? How you doing? I'm always here, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, so he comes out, you know, he kisses her, uh... Uh, he comes back out. He remembers who he is now. And then, uh, you know, they have uh, the, the ship gets fixed by Jax. Everything's cool. Rip comes back and he's like, hey, all teammates and friends and let's all have, you know, one liners for each other, you know, and, and, and talk about stuff. Then everybody leaves and Rip has his moment with Gideon. Uh, th- this this was this was a thing that I, I wasn't quite sure how to exactly explain this, but uh, Gideon came out of Rip's mind knowing what had happened in there. Right, because she's connected. So she's connected, yeah. just like just like Jax and Sarah were. Yes. Okay, so she yes. probably jumped in there. Okay, okay, that makes sense then, because uh, I thought that was that was his uh, mental, you know, the, the way his mind uh, portrayed her or whatever. Because I think she said at one point that you know they didn't bother to uh, recode an AI on the ship, so that's why I was thinking that that she was only there because of you know Rip's mental image of her, but it was actually the Gideon from the ship jumping into his head. That, that's what we're saying, because that's how she was able to remember. I would say that yes. Yeah. Okay. So now uh, that's going to lead to some really interesting, you know, conundrums there because Rip's in love with the ship, and <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where do you go from there? Are they going to build a, an artificial body for for Gideon? Oh God, I think they. Oh nope nope! Yet another way we can alter reality, people. I'm oh, you're making it real. <laughs> now they all have a reason to use the dang spear. I'm telling you right now, this is happening. Oh, it's got to. It's got to. Yeah. So, so uh, 
So yeah, so we we end up we have our old Captain Rip Hunter back, uh, which is good to see him back. Uh, however, in the events of the of the uh, of you know the, while they were trying to capture him uh, on the ship earlier, he destroyed the amulet, which is going to tell them where the last piece is. So we don't know where Commander Steel is, uh, but we do know what's going to happen next episode. So I think it's time for some speculation. <laughs> it's time for speculation no it's a lot easier having bumps now i know i like the yes bump. it is <laughs> Yeah, we don't kind of sit there and twiddle our thumbs waiting for you know a spot to add them in. This works better, right? And plus, the live show gets to hear Charlie Box awesome music. Correct, indeed. Or yeah, Vivaldi, so... yeah, <laughs> or yeah, <laughs> which that's that's like fair use, right? Yeah, like yeah. Sony EMG is he, not. He's been dead. Episode. He's been dead for some time. Okay, he was yeah. a Renaissance musician, I do believe. Well, yeah, I know, but like you know, the way record industry is nowadays, they might be like, yeah, we own the rights to that dead guy stuff. That's you know, yeah, I don't care. I'm gonna use it anyway. No, <laughs> classical music is pretty much yeah, public domain. Yeah, public domain. Except for Mickey Mouse. Except for that's not really classical music, but Mickey Mouse will never be public domain. Actually, I think there is one or two cartoons now of Mickey that are or will be public domain soon. The cartoons might be, but like, the character will not be. Right, original Steamboat Mickey. If you do it like exactly like that with that likeness, I think you can. Oh, nice! I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna make horrible, uh-huh. horrible, Hi. horrible. <laughs> Hi, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, oh boy, Mickey! Oh, oh. I'm gonna peel your skin off, oh, Minnie! Oh, oh, Minnie! That was Mickey. amazing! Oh my god, they're gonna start making Mickey Mouse porn. It's going to happen. Yeah, I'm sure it's already happened. They're, they're, I'm sure they're. I'm yeah. sure it's already out there. The, the rule 34 of the internet is. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah it, it's out there. I can guarantee you. <laughs> okay, I only know of rule 34 because of Funhouse. Is that the only thing you know? Funhouse. Okay, then that's a no. Never mind. Uh, I know Rule 34 from the horrible hidden darkness of the internet. Uh, <laughs> and you know what? You know, you know those gonna... lonely nights Rip had on the <laughs> Wave Rider? <laughs> Bell had him at that's, home with his yeah, computer. That's 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 where you find what Rule 34 Siri, um, Rule 34. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to. <laughs> I, I can't help you, Captain. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get Siri to call me Captain, and then be like, "Siri, Rule 44." And it's like, "No, Captain, I don't want to do that." Because <laughs> you can get Siri to call you different things. It's pretty neat. Anyway, so uh, we have our Rip. He's back in the saddle again. To quote back Rosco. in the saddle again. <laughs> See, I'm not. I'm not that young. Neither am I. Aerosmith song. Yeah, me too. Yeah, who sang it? Aerosmith. Steve Tyler. Tyler. There you go. That was all, all for right, pump. Hey, you know it? what? It's a fair question. That's with true. The, with the audience I have here. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so whippersnapper. Yeah, go on. We have we have Rip back in the saddle. Uh, he is. Uh, I mean, the thing is, though, you know, he's been mind wiped and and all sorts of mind screwed up by the Legion of Doom. Uh, will the team be able to trust him? Do Do you think that there's going to be some uh, some hesitation there? Uh, especially with Sarah giving command of the ship back over to Rip. Uh, Kyle, what do you think? I mean, do you think this is going to be an easy transition, or are there going to be some some sore spots there? 
it's definitely going to be a um, a hard transition. I mean, after he's been brainwashed to be evil, but for all anyone knows, that could have been the real Rip. Ah, uh, like the 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 Rip uncompromised by morals. Yeah. Interesting. So very interesting. I mean, I can. I mean, hell, I can feel for the people on the ship that. They're not going to be very trusting at first. I mean, especially Jax. Jax wanted to kill him. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's that got to be, you know, a, a complicated kind of thing. Um, but, Will, what do you think? I mean, do you think they're going to be able to slide back into, you know, gung-ho going missions, finding the spear? Or are we going to have an episode uh, unfortunately, or Unfortunately, yeah, they will. As much as I'd love to see them try not to, I think the way that this show is written, the way things go out, yeah, it's just going to be like nothing ever happened. I mean, they may mention it, and she'll just be, it'll be Sarah who will bring it and be like, no, he's the captain, and blah, blah, you know. Okay, so you think Sarah's going to be the one to, like, stick up for him and make everybody else? Yeah. Okay. I, you know, I can see she'll that. She'll fall in line. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I think Jax is going to be the one that's going to have the most the most trouble with it, but I think, yeah, it'll take Sarah talking to Jax to be like, yo, you can't second-guess the captain anymore. But, I mean... We'll see. We'll see what happens. I, how many episodes are left in this season, by the way? What is this, 13? So, this is 13. Five. So, four? Yeah. Four. Okay, yeah. There's not a, not a lot of time for uh, for a subplot <clears throat> of Can We Trust Rip? So, yeah, Will, you're probably right. Uh, I, I, Kyle, though, I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be rocky. I think there's going to be some you know, bumps here and there, but it's probably going to be resolved pretty quick. Um which, but yeah, it would be cool to see it. But you know, they they gotta they gotta make time for more episodes. And uh, you know, we talked about it a little bit earlier uh, with Nate and Amaya and their destinies. And Will, you brought up a good point that we don't know what Nate's destiny is. We know Amaya goes on; she goes back in time uh, or back to her original time. Uh, has a kid that has a kid that turns into Vixen is the Vixen that we see in the current CW universe in 2017. Uh, but Nate was kind of just you know brought along we don't know his story. Uh, do you think that Rip is going to have any sort of qualms with Nate and Amaya for being brought along since, you know, the reason why he chose the original legends was because they don't have any impact on the timeline. Well, that's a possibility. I, I think, uh, I would like to see that, but again, I think they're just going to be, I think they're going, you know, all the way to the wall for the rest of the season. I don't know that they're going to have time to stop and, and address it. Yeah. And I think I think he'd just be more nervous about Nate and Amaya's relationship than he would, you know, their presence. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, he he knows. I think Rip knows more about what's going on, and maybe uh, if there's anything about it that he might tell Nate that he is uh, the the current Vixen's grandfather, maybe to kind of kind of quash or squash any qualms that he has about dating her. I don't know though. Uh, what do you think, Kyle? Um, dating advice. <laughs> Welcome to a CW show. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, right. <laughs> well, you got to ship something, as Bell says. Yeah, yeah, got to ship something. So, but now we have we I'm have a, we have a ship. Meridian. We have a, yeah, we have a ship with an actual ship. <laughs> Rip is shipping with his ship. That's like a meta ship. That's like oh, a ship. <laughs> that's that's the most. No, it's on a ship. 
<laughs> <laughs> you turn it shit. Uh, you turn it. We should you ship it. You buy rip. it. <laughs> ship rip and you turn it shit. <laughs> okay, that stuff. works for me. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. Uh, relationship advice from Rip, maybe. Who knows? Or from we'll Ray. See. Or from Ray. Uh, well, Ray, Ray's all like, "Nah, don't do that because you're gonna mess up the timeline." But you know, who knows? Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, Will, you're right. There's there's not too many episodes to go along. Uh, th- we're gonna probably be pretty fast paced here until the end. Uh, so <laughs> they may not even touch on that until like the last episode when they, uh, you know, fix it somehow with MacGuffin powers, i.e. Yeah. the Spear of Destiny. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, not quite sure. We know, uh, coming up that the next episode is going to be Apollo 13. Yep. I cannot wait for that. That's going to be cool, right? Yes. I think what they're going for is... The the legends caused the Apollo thirteen disaster, and I love it. I well, love you, it. I don't know if anyone saw like the trailer for next week's episode, but Mick is in the is in the control room, looking. Yes, oh, yes, awesome. and he looks around. He's wearing glasses. No, no, that was Stein at the control tower. No, I'm pretty sure that was Mick. I th- Mick was in there too, wearing glasses, but so was Stein. Stein was a uh, Stein was in mission control. I'm not even uh, kidding. All I know is that I was blinded by nerd rage when, uh, you know, there was uh, it was Thawne was giving the inspection to the astronaut, and he's like, you know, just go into this room and we'll get you a couple more tests. And then the astronaut's like, yeah, I just can't wait to get on that shuttle. And I was like, shuttle? Yeah, the shuttle's not going to be. I was like, I was like, what is going on? I almost had an aneurysm. Capsule. Yeah, capsule. capsule. But rocket but, and, even. And yet they went out of their way to use the real guy, Jack Swagger. Yeah, like I'm like, oh my god, it's Jack Swagger. That's, and I thought that that was, I wasn't that, Commander Steel. No. Oh, okay. No, that I did mean, not look up, anything like him. I thought it was Commander Steel, but the fact they bring up Ken Mattingly and then Jack Swagger, I'm just like, okay, this is kind of cool. This is really, good. and then yeah. yeah, then he's like the shuttle, and I'm like, yeah, and they blew it by referencing the space shuttle, which wasn't made until you know, twenty years. Well, I guess it's like being like, it's like when you find out you're dating, you know, you meet the perfect girl and she's like, yeah, I'm a rock artist. I'm a rock musician. You're like, woohoo, awesome. And then she's like, Christian rock. And you're like, oh, oh, what's wrong with Christian rock? (laughs) Nothing. I'm just, you know. Oh man, it's it's, Dude, it's I used it's to funny. work for Christian Rock Station. I just you know it's just oh, I always okay. thought it was funny. Like the Christian rock artists are very much you know they tend to be like we're playing around, but we're not really. We're up on the bed. The 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 best like uh, I guess like Christian music bands are the ones that I don't know. They're Christian music bands, right? Like Pod Skillet. Uh, well, no, you can definitely tell Skillet is the insane clown posse. Oh, Skillet's kind of moved. Skillet's kind of moved away from from putting it out out in front, dude. The last three albums, I think, ever since nah. Jen came into the band. Uh, I just went Which to I one of their mind. shows. Oh, I, yeah, I don't mind. The shows are different. Pod yeah. is Pod's the POD's. same way. Yeah, and so is well. Okay, have you ever heard of Demon Hunter? Oh, uh, yes. Hunter. That is a Christian. Dude, that is a Christian rock band. I did not know Demon Hunter was a Christian band. Yeah. Oh yeah, huge. A lot of the loud scene, a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of them, a lot of them are Christian. It's it's 
it's kind of dude i used to work for a uh i used to do a rock radio show with like demon hunter skillet uh you know uh uh decipher down red all these really oh yeah red is oh i love red (laughs) i think 12 stones is as well yes what is the band uh three days grace (laughs) (laughs) three doors down yeah three doors down (laughs) creed creed Cre- yeah. oh, well we all kind of knew that you that was not did you guys that know was right there that the insane Kalan posse is is a christian band shut up they came out recently as evangelicals <laughs> did they, oh, oh they moved oh, well megadeth is too now i mean you could move toward it but that's that's true they certainly didn't start out that way yeah like it was it was nuts like you got to watch this this interview where they talk about it it's insane it's 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 craziness but it's uh insane, it's clown and it's posse yeah, that's true. That's true. It it makes sense. So, but I think don't we have one last thing to do tonight? Uh, we do, and I think right now, uh, enough Christian rock talk behind TV or, talk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> ChristianRockTVTalk.com. Uh, I think <laughs> we now need to discuss Mick's quote of the week. <laughs> it's the Mick quote of the week. All right, Kyle, if you will do the honors. I liked you better when you were killing people. <laughs> and then I put in an honorable mention. Because <laughs> there were Less two talk. Minutes. Less talk. More dying. I, I also have a third. It's, uh, uh, you know, when, when he's going, uh, he, he's asking Dr. Stein to get him a beer, and he's like, make it a six pack. <laughs> I would like a beer. <laughs> make it a six pack. Make it a six pack. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah, that was that was. That was so well, there was also what, what? there was also there was another one where he was trying to talk about like the the machine and Gideon um, corrected him. I can't remember what it was. That line was. I tried looking it up before too. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I liked you better when you were killing people. Yeah, I, I was. That was kind of my fave too. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So I liked there you we go. Better when you were killing people. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it mix quote of the week so with that it looks like that we are out of time but if you want to keep in touch with us while we travel the time stream here's how you can follow me on twitter at ring that bell uh you can follow me at kyle Krause 89 or you can follow me at wr benson or look for the week in geek with will and tim podcast on satchel itunes or google play also feel free to email us at legends tv talk at gmail.com and we also created a Facebook page, so be sure to like us there at facebook.com slash Legends TV Talk. If you like this show, check out some of the other TV Talk shows. Supergirl TV Talk, Starkville Labs, and Flash TV Talk with Bell and Beau. And while you're at it, check us out on iTunes and give us a review, and we'll read that review on the show. And don't forget, you can download all of the TV Talk podcasts on the Satchel Podcast Player. And we're also in the Google Play in the podcast section. In addition, we're also on YouTube. Look up Legends TV Talk, where we record every Thursday night at 9 Eastern, 8 Central Time. So love to have you live. And as always, special thanks to Charlie Bach for making the music for our bumps and our outro music. Uh, you can check out and his Vivaldi. others. And, and Oh, yeah. And, and, and uh, I can never say it right. Vivaldi. Bavaldi. <laughs> I always want to say Bavaldi for some reason. Bavaldi. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, thanks to Charlie Bach and Bavaldi. Bavaldi. See, I did it again. <laughs> Bavaldi. 
for our bumps and our outro music. Uh, you can check out Charlie's stuff at soundcloud.com slash Charlie Bach. I'm sure you can find Vivaldi's stuff on the internet somewhere. But uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, anyway. He, he, he had a wide berth. <laughs> That's true. And as always, you stay classy, idiots. 